From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, in the heart of Tennessee, with Tennessee and the world at heart, this is Making a Difference, and I'm Dr. Shelton Smith. Well, it's Friday, dear friends, and we are thankful to the Lord for the privilege we've had all week long to be right here on this station. And of course, with the weekend just ahead of us, we look forward to the Lord's Day, and I trust that you'll make plans to be in church come Sunday. And remember, this weekend is time change. Yes, daylight saving time kicks in all across the country in pretty much every place. But at the same time, I want you to know that next week, on all of these stations, we're going to be on Daylight Saving Time. So make your adjustment on the clocks so that you'll not miss church and so that you'll not miss making a difference even one single day. I'm always glad to have you along. So I hope that you'll be right here every day that you possibly can. Let me remind you, July 17 through 20, that's the National Sword of the Lord Conference in Walkertown, North Carolina, there in the greater Winston-Salem area. And we look forward to having many, many of you at the conference this year. Four big days. Everybody's a walk-in. There are no fees for attending at all. All of the sessions are free. Every seat is a free seat. It is a big, wonderful event. And listen, get on the Sword of the Lord website, check it out, and all of the details are right there. You know, this week we've been looking at the theme, All the Counsel of God, or put another way, the whole counsel of God. And we've looked at that from a number of directions, and we're going to do one more session on that today. Remember the verse in Acts chapter 20, I hope you have it underlined in your Bible, verse 27, says, For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. The Apostle Paul instructing the leadership of the Ephesian church, and he's saying to them, everything that the Lord has taught us is important, and we take note of the whole council, not just bits and pieces. And very frankly, that's the problem that a lot of folks have. They don't want to hear everything that the Lord has to say. Let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 4 and the early verses in that chapter today. The epistle is written by the Apostle Paul to his younger protege, Timothy, and here's what he says. I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, and here's the instruction, preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. So what's he talking about here? He's talking about all of the details, talking about all of the counsel of God. And when he says, preach the word, obviously he's talking about the Lord Jesus, but he's talking about the written word as well. And that becomes very, very clear because he says we're to reprove, rebuke, and exhort. Well, what are we doing with that? Well, that means we've got information to give. That means that information ought to be motivated. It ought to be something that we take and with fervency, we tell it and we urge people to go with it. And he says to do that with all long suffering. That simply means be patient. That simply means just stay at it. Don't give up. Don't get somehow discouraged and quit. And do it with doctrine. That's talking about teaching. Well, what are we teaching? We're teaching what the Lord has taught us. And that is found, of course, in the Bible, in the Word of God. Now, why do we do that? Well, verse 3 goes on to say, 
For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned into fables. Now, what are we looking at here? What we're looking at is the time has come already. I think we're there. We are living in the time when sound doctrine is repudiated, sound doctrine is refused, sound doctrine is absolutely rejected by many, many people. They just don't want to hear it. Now, let me repeat something I said yesterday. If you read something in the Bible and it is perfectly clear, there's no doubt about what it says, do you take that to heart? Do you listen to that? Do you say, listen, that's in the Bible, and I surrender myself to it. I give myself to it. Well, if you do not give yourself to the plain teaching of the Word of God, then you are slipping backward beyond where you need to be. And that would be a gross mistake, a huge mistake, but it's what a lot of people do. A lot of people want to do what tickles their fancy, or as this passage suggests, tickles their ears. Some folks have their ears itching, the Bible says here, and that simply means they want somebody to scratch the itch that they have and make them feel good. You know, that is just sad. It is absolutely sad. But it is the way of a lot of superficial Christians. I mean, folks, I mean, again, they may be saved, but they are not walking with God. They're not living a spiritual life. They are walking in carnality when they will not listen to what God has said. And this verse goes on to say, then ultimately they're going to turn away their ears from the truth. And what will they do? They will replace it with fables. They'll be turned unto fables. Listen, when you reject the truth, you're going to buy something. You are going to reach and get something every single time. A lot of people try to replace the truth with alcohol or with drugs or with uh, immoral behavior. They try to step aside from what God has told them so that they can indulge in one or more of these things I've just mentioned, as well as other things that ought not to be included. What we are looking at here, dear friends, is a sad situation when the truth is not a priority, when the truth is not given place. But instead, they just say, well, we'll find something. We'll do something that we like to do. And whenever you do what you like, when it is known and clearly known what the Lord likes, I mean, that is a problem. He goes on to say then, verse 5, instruction to young Timothy. He says, watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. Now, dear friends, let me just say to every pastor that's listening to me, to every missionary, to every preacher, fact, to everybody that values your testimony, that fifth verse, that's something that every one of us ought to have underlined. It says, watch thou in all things. You and I, every step of the way, whenever you get up of a morning, turn the TV on before you leave the house, be careful what you watch. Be careful what's coming into your house via the tube, via the internet. But instead, when you leave the house, you head down the street, you stop to buy breakfast, or you go to a store somewhere, whatever the case, watch in all things. Guard your eyes, guard your ears, guard your thoughts, guard your personal behavior. Do all of that. Be careful about where you go, what you do, how you experience the day. Just be careful. Be watchful, he says. And then he says, endure afflictions. Well, that means sometimes you are going to get pressure. Sometimes there will be tension. Sometimes you may even be persecuted. And what he tells us here is 
endure. That is, just stay steady. Stay consistent. Don't let the pressure get to you. Don't let somebody pushing hard on you push you off in a direction where you don't need to be. And then he says, do the work of an evangelist. In the midst of all of the darkness, in the midst of everything going sour in our world, every one of us need to be an evangel for the Lord. I mean, you ought to have a pocket full of gospel tracts and give out some of them every day. Find some place to give them out. And if you're so shy that you can't hand them to a live person, put them somewhere where live people will find them. I mean, do something to articulate the gospel. You can give it out in printed form, or you can give it out by your voice. I mean, there's so many ways that you can be a gospel witness, a gospel testimony, and just finding somebody somewhere, some way that you can testify to the grace and the goodness of God every single day. You know, a lot of times when I'm leaving a business place and I'm walking through the door about the same time somebody else does, and uh, they... Uh, open the door for me or I open the door for them. Very often I speak to them, I say hello, and I finish it with a God bless you. Now, sometimes people respond very warmly and they'll say, well, God bless you too. There are other times whenever folks just ignore it or they look at you a little strange, but I do it. it. Listen, just passing somebody, you can give a little tiny witness. You can give a little tiny expression of the goodness of God. And uh, I think, listen, if you get in the habit of just saying God bless you to a few people, next thing you know, you'll be adding some things to that. You'll be looking for a way to witness, looking for a way to give your testimony. And that is something so very, very special. How exciting it is to be able to sit down with somebody or stand alongside of them Give them the plan of salvation. And uh, listen, if you'll do that some, I promise you the Lord will help you to lead some folks to the Lord. Do the work of an evangelist. And then the last phrase there, he says, make full proof of thy ministry. That is, let's do this with integrity. I mean, the kind of expressions that we articulate from our voice, the kind of things that we do in our dealings with others. I mean, just be honest. Just be forthright. Just be upfront. Be a person of integrity. Let character dominate the day every single day all along the way. You can do that. I can do that. We all can do that. Now, what are we talking about here? Well, every bit of this is a part of the counsel of God. And whenever he says in Acts 20, 27, I shun not to declare unto you all the counsel of God, What's he talking about? These very kinds of things that I've just gone over here. And it is vitally important that you and I get hold of that. We need to get the full picture here, dear friends. And that means, yes, we need to get saved. We need to hear the gospel. We need to be born again. But then we need to grow as a Christian. And that's where the counsel of God, the whole counsel, comes in. And we begin to learn that and build on that. You and I need to take instruction and thus school ourselves along the way. You say, how do we do that? Let me suggest some things. One, daily devotions. Find a time, and I recommend early in the day, get up 15 minutes earlier, get up 30 minutes earlier, get up an hour earlier each day, read your Bible. I mean, just find some time and don't feel like you got to read 100 chapters at one time. Read a portion of it, focus on it, meditate on it, just let it become a part of you and read some of the Bible and pray at the beginning of the day. Not only that, I recommend you go to Sunday school. Get in a church that's got a good Sunday school. There's a good Bible teacher there somewhere and get in that and soak it up. 
Not only that, I recommend that you go to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, and at the midweek. I recommend you get in on special conferences. I announced the National Sword of the Lord Conference uh, several times here before we get there in July, because I think if you'll be there, I mean, that's the kind of a thing that'll just, I mean, it will enrich your life. It will help you. And there are conferences like that. Now, sometimes you need more than that. You need special materials that you can read. And obviously, because of the things that we produce day by day, I recommend get on the SWORD website. You'll find all kinds of things that'll be helpful to you in that regard. Then let me also suggest, determine you're going to put first things first, basic things first. You're going to learn the great principles of the Word of God, put them into your life, and avoid risky situations. You know, don't go to that bar. Don't go places where that you might fall into a trap that Satan has set. Don't put yourself in a risky situation. And listen, make this all-the-counsel-of-God type of living, make that your life. Determine that you're going to get off the spiritual roller coaster, and you're going to let the Lord dictate His principles to you. And dear folks, listen, rehearse this often and repeat it often. You know, I'll tell you on this broadcast— I mean, I may say some things today that I said a week ago, and I do so on purpose because I think we do need to rehearse things and we do need to repeat things until we get it down second nature to us. And listen, anytime that you get off track, reset yourself. Push the reset button. If you find yourself, oh, I missed church on a Wednesday night, push the reset button. Don't let it become two Wednesday nights. And whenever you find yourself doing things that you ought not to do, just stop it and push the reset, and I think you'll find the whole counsel of God is going to stand you in good stead. Well, look, we'll look forward to being back here Monday with some new studies, but I trust this all the counsel of God studies this week has been a help to you. I'd love to hear from you, so write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. Until Monday, God bless you. Have a good weekend. Goodbye for now.